What's going on, guys? Welcome back. My name is John J. the Second. This is Trill Pod, uh, and today we're going over the round of 32. The round of 64 kind of went by quick over the past few days. A um, lot of great games, a couple upsets. Um, I think it's fair to say a lot of brackets take, took some hits uh, off of these upsets, but that's kind of given uh, based on March Madness. There's only nine. Uh, going into the round of 32, there's only nine perfect brackets remaining out of uh, 2 million plus. So... That speaks for itself, um, but basically I'll go over my bracket real quick over uh, what kind of games happened yesterday and what how I did on those um, on those games. So we'll start in the East. I had Duke over North Dakota, North Dakota State. Uh, that that was a lock. Uh, they, North Dakota State, ND State actually showed some promise going into the half. Um, they kept it pretty close within a couple of points, um, but in the second half, Duke pulled away. Uh, that was kind of expected. Zion went off, um, so we, we were happy to see that. Uh, moving on, VCU and UCF. I had UCF, uh, the ninth seed over the eight seed, VCU, 73-58. to That was a nail-biter uh, in the beginning of the game, but uh, pretty early on, UCF took the lead uh, and kept that lead uh, for the majority of the game. Um, so, yeah, that was, a good, that was a good game, good pick. Um, moving on, Mississippi State, a five seed playing number 12 seed, uh, Liberty, I took the uh, I took the upset here. I took Liberty, uh, a 12 seed going over Mississippi State. They didn't they didn't show me too many uh, stats on their on their books that looked too promising. So I just figured I'd go with the upset here, and it wound up working out. They got the dub, 80 to 76. Uh, moving on, four seed Virginia Tech playing 13 seed St. Louis. That game actually had me biting my nails a little bit too. Um, they pulled away probably in the latter half of the second half, um, and Virginia Tech got the dub, 66 to 52. Um, Maryland, a six seed, playing 11 seed Belmont. I took Belmont just they showed out really. I thought they were going to take the dub just because they played really good in the first four against Temple, a uh, good Temple team, um, and that game was pretty close, especially going into the final stretch. They only lost by two, 77 to 79. Maryland got the dub there. Um, so it is what it is. It won't ruin my bracket, but uh, it is an L, and I'm going to lose some points on it, but it's all right. Uh, moving on, we have a three-seed LSU playing 14-seed Yale. I took, I took Yale. Uh, might, it was kind of like a pipe dream pick. Uh, I didn't really expect it to hit, uh, but in, in the back of my mind, I did. I was like, if, if it doesn't hit, I'm going to wish that I picked Yale uh, just because the points per game and opponent's points per game uh, really, really matched up well against these two teams, and I just thought that it would be um, – It'd be a good matchup, and it was. Uh, they only lost by five points, 74 to 79. So both these two games that could have been potential upsets were only decided by a matter of a matter of points you can count on one hand. So uh, that's March Madness, though. Uh, and these stats really do come into play, especially if these teams show out. 
uh, and they're all playing to win. They're all playing with their hearts on their sleeves. So that's something that you got to come into it expecting. So these losses, it's not like they're blowout losses. Um, so in a way, I'm not even really mad. That little block of my bracket is going to be a little messed up just because that's pretty much I got both of those wrong, and Maryland and LSU will be advancing. Um, so that's all right. Uh, we'll live with it. Moving on, we have a seven seed Louisville playing ten seed Minnesota. Minnesota got the dub. I had Minnesota the ten seed over Louisville. Louisville just didn't show too much promise in the regular season. I was actually surprised uh, they got a seven seed. Um, but yeah, Minnesota played pretty good in the Big Ten tournament. <clears throat> you know, they took out took out Purdue, so that's a big dub for them. Um, so they they played well, and they're going to play Michigan State today. Uh, that leads me right into the next one. Michigan State versus Bradley. Michigan State, a two-seed, playing 15-seed Bradley. This game had me on pins and needles the whole game until probably about five minutes left in the second half. Uh, and That's when Michigan State pulled away. Um, you know, it was just it was a tight game, and Bradley was making a lot of shots. Michigan State couldn't convert. Uh, it was just a mess, and I thought that was going to really screw my bracket because I got Michigan State going all the way. Um, so that would have really hurt me. Uh, they got Minnesota today, so that's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but Michigan State pulled it out 76-65. to 65. Moving on, we have Gonzaga versus Fairleigh Dickinson. Gonzaga one seed playing Fairleigh Dickinson a 16 seed. Gonzaga got the dub 87-49. That was a no-brainer. Um, moving on, 8 Syracuse playing 9 seed Baylor. I took Syracuse just because I thought Jim Beheim, uh, you know, he, he always runs a really good team. They always play, make really good runs in the postseason, regardless of the seeding. Um, but they, Baylor just got the best of them. They converted, got boards, uh, minimized their turnovers, and they got the dub, 78-69. We'll take the L there. Um, then we got number five, Marquette, playing 12-seed Murray State. Uh, I, took, I thought I took Murray State here, um, but I must have... I must have uh, overlooked that in my bracket when I was filling it out or didn't submit it, didn't save it, whatever. Uh, I, I really had Murray State winning that game. Um, but or at least I thought I did. They, uh, they want to get the dub they showed out. They got a, one of the best teams they've ever had uh, at Murray State as a 12 seed. You know, just coming into the tournament, they're risking it all. Um, they're playing, playing to win. So they got the dub 83 to 64, won by 19 against a good Marquette team. So I'm, I'm expecting them to go far. Uh, then we have four seed Florida State playing 13 seed Vermont. I think this might have been another spot where I either was picking an upset or, uh, I don't know, I think my, my, my bracket might have just glitched on me, but whatever. Uh, I must have made the pick in the moment, and I got to take accountability for that. So I took Vermont 13 seed, expecting the upset on uh, the four seed. Florida State won 76 to 69. Really not that far of a game, seven-point game. Um, so it, that could that really could have went either way too. Uh, moving on, we have a six seed Buffalo playing eleven seed Arizona State. I uh, I, had, I took Buffalo here. Arizona State was also one of those teams that barely made it in the first four, um, playing for a spot as an eleven seed. Um, and I just didn't see them making it much further than that, much further than the round of sixty four. Um, they could have, but they just didn't play well. Uh, weren't making shots. weren't weren't converting in the paint. weren't getting rebounds. Too many turnovers. Um, and Buffalo got the dub, 91-74. to uh, Moving on, Texas Tech, a three seed, playing 14 seed Northern Kentucky. 
Uh, I had Texas Tech here. They got the dub, 72 to 57. Tech is a good team. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this next matchup with uh, Buffalo and Texas Tech coming today. Um, it's going to be a good game. I have Buffalo getting the dub, so we'll kind of we'll see how that how that works out. But um, it'll be interesting. Uh, then we got a seven seed Nevada playing ten seed Florida. I took Florida here. Uh, they got the dub, seventy to sixty one. Florida ten seed. I'm just I'm, I'm really I've been watching them pretty closely this year. They got some good players that are that are really converting on the boards, and it's just they're looking really good going into the stretch. So it's going to be a dogfight between them and Michigan today. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, then we got a two seed Michigan playing 15 seed Montana. I got Michigan here. Uh, they got a solid team. Teske, Simpson, Brad Zekas. Um, they're they're probably gonna they're gonna do well. They're gonna fight and they're gonna play with grit whoever they play. So uh, that's gonna be an interesting game between them and Florida today. Um, they got the dub over Montana, 74 to 55. Uh, then we got one seed Virginia playing 16 seed Gardner Webb. That was a nail biter. Uh, Virginia has been known not to really excel, at least in the first few rounds of the tournament, March Madness, uh, just by looking at history with UMBC winning uh, as a 16 seed, taking them out in the first round last year. Um, that was a nail biter. Gardner Webb was up six points, 36 to 30 uh, at halftime. So that that game really could have went either way too. I was kind of worried about that. I got them going decently far. My bracket wouldn't have completely annihilated it, but um, Virginia got the dub 71-56. They pulled away in the second half as expected. Uh, then we got an eight seed Ole Miss playing nine seed Oklahoma. I had Oklahoma here. They just got a, they got a better team. They, they're really sound, got great chemistry. Um, they got the dub 95-72. Then we got a five seed Wisconsin playing 12 seed Oregon. Um, that game could have went either way. Wisconsin I didn't see a whole lot of fire coming out of them in the Big Ten tournament, so I had to go with Oregon. Uh, Oregon got the dub, 72-54. I mean, 18-point lead. Um, Oregon just got the best of them, so that was a good pick. I'm glad I picked a 12 seed over a 5 seed there, um, and they got the dub, so it worked out. Analysis pays off, boys and girls. All right, so moving on, we got a 4 seed Kansas State playing 13 seed UC Irvine. This was kind of a close game. Uh, going into halftime, it was tied 30-30. Um, and I just I knew it was going to be a dogfight going into the second half because they really rallied. They made a clutch three going into the halftime at, at the buzzer, uh, which was really, really hype. remember watching that. Um, so that was good momentum going into half, going into the locker room. Uh, and that really that transitioned into the second half and really wound up working for them. So that was nice to see. They got the dub over Kansas State, 70-64. to 64, So that was a big win for them. Uh, moving on, we got six seed Villanova playing 11 seed St. Mary's. Uh, I had Villanova here. They're good in the postseason. Uh, they probably don't have the players they did uh, when they made a run or got the dub uh, to win the championship last year. But um, you know, it's 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 kind of up in the air. You know, they, they're not the same team they were. So uh, they're good in the postseason, though. I took them here. They won 61-57. I don't really have Villanova going that much further, though. So keep that in mind. Uh, this will be a good game to watch too. Villanova uh, against Purdue. Moving on, we got three seed Purdue over 14 seed Old Dominion. Purdue got the dub 61-48. Uh, I got Purdue going pretty far. I think I've mentioned that in the last few podcasts. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how far they go uh, and how well they play uh, going down the stretch. Moving on, we got seven seed Cincinnati playing 10 seed Iowa. Um, that was that was a tough game. I had Cincy in this game. 
they took the L, took it on the nose against Iowa. Iowa played well. They played sound since he was missing shots. Uh, they just couldn't convert. They couldn't get their own offensive rebounds. Uh, they, were, they weren't boxing out. It was, it was a mess, honestly. It was kind of a piss-poor performance, to say the least, or to say the most, about that game. Uh, so they lost took it on the nose 79-72 to against Iowa. Moving on, we got two-seed Tennessee playing 15-seed Colgate. This was a nail-biter going into the stretch, too. Uh, Tennessee only won by seven points, 77-70. to um, and they got to play better uh, in this in this caliber of of playing uh, in this part of the season. You know they just gotta they gotta show out and they gotta they gotta annihilate. They're a two seed. Uh, they kind of reminded me about Michigan State a little bit when they played Bradley. Kind of kept their fans on the edge of their couch seats a little bit, um, but they pulled through and got the dub. Had them too. Uh, then we got one seed North Carolina playing sixteen seed Ionia. Uh, Ionia kept with North Carolina going into much of this game, um, and I thought they were going to keep it a lot closer um, going into the second half. North Carolina more or less pulled away. Ionia made a late run, uh, but it wasn't enough. North Carolina got the dub, 88-73. to Moving on, we have 8-seed Utah State playing 9-seed Washington. I didn't see a whole lot of Washington when they played uh, Oregon in the, in the tournament, um, but... You know, I it was kind of a toss up for me because I know they, they know they're a good team. They got good good players, um, but you know, I, I took Utah State here. Maybe it really that was the that was the seed that was the favorite. Um, so they took it on the nose. Didn't play well. They lost sixty one to seventy eight. So we'll live with that. Not gonna kill my bracket though. Uh, we'll uh, we'll move on with it and we'll be straight. Um, moving on, we got a five seed Auburn playing twelve seed New Mexico State. This one really had me on the edge of my seat, and this one would have really, really hurt my bracket just because uh, I got Auburn going decently far. They're, they're a good team. Um, they played a really good New Mexico State team that was on their game. They were playing to win. Uh, you know, they had chips on their shoulders. Uh, basically, that's that's all you gotta that's all you gotta say about it. And uh, they fought to the end. Auburn only won by one, seventy-eight to seventy-seven. Uh, there was a late foul. Uh, where a player was fouled shooting a three with seconds left, like one second, two seconds left. Uh, missed the three, but had three shots. Uh, missed two of the three. If he would have made all three, he would have won 79-78. Um, even if he made two, he would have tied the game and pushed to overtime. Um, but they wound up only making one, uh, and they blew it. Uh, they lost 78-77. That, that could have really been a close game. That would have been a huge upset. Um, but we kind of dodged a bullet there so crisis averted um, but moving on we got four seed kansas playing 13 seed northeastern kansas got the dub here i think this goes without saying 87 53 wasn't really a close game uh, then we got six seed iowa state playing 11 seed ohio state um, this was a close game going into the stretch too i had iowa state uh, they wound up taking the l 62 to 59 but it's all right it's not going to kill our bracket too much, um, but it's still it's still a tough loss. I thought Iowa State being a sixth seed and just having the chemistry they have, and their coach has always been good. I know Monte Morris; he's from my hometown of Flint, so uh, I know they were good and a lot, maybe a lot more sound when they had him uh, as a player. But um, it was a tough loss. They played hard, uh, and we'll live with it. Then we got three seed Houston playing fourteen seed Georgia State. Um, that was automatic. I had Houston three seed there. 
They took the dub, 84-55. Then we got 7-seed Wofford playing 10-seed Seton Hall. Uh, I took Seton Hall here. Uh, just thought they'd had a, they'd have a better team. Wofford would played way more sound offense and defense, both sides of the ball, um, and they minimized their turnovers. They got the dub, 84-68. to 68. Then we got 2-seed Kentucky playing 15-seed Abilene Christian. Kentucky got the dub, 79-44. You really don't need to say a whole lot more about that. Um, moving on, though. Moving on into today, we have our first game, Maryland, a six-seed playing a three-seed LSU. Um, this is going to be a tough game. Uh, I think, I believe I have LSU here, um, but it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be tough. LSU is going to be fighting for their life here. Uh, Maryland's a good Big Ten team that plays with grit, so uh, we'll be looking forward to that one. The spread is four points favoring LSU, uh, with the over being 147. Um, so that'll, that'll be an interesting game. Looking forward to that one. Uh, then next, coming up at 240, we got seven-seed Walford playing two-seed Kentucky. Spread is favoring Kentucky, minus five and a half, over being 141. I'm going to take Kentucky here. Um, even with the spread, I think they'll cover. Uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. I believe I have them on my bracket, too. This is something also important to note. Uh, I don't want to get people mixed up with my bracket and uh, my betting picks uh, just because it's a, it's a tough game out there. And if you, with your bracket, you're just considering wins, wins and losses. Uh, unless you're betting money line, you got to take the spread into account if you're betting. Um, doing parlays, whatever, doing the over, that really has nothing to do with uh, who wins or loses. It's about how many points are scored. Um, so that's something that has to be taken into account too. Uh, like I'm looking at these spreads right now. The money line is changing right before my eyes on Bovada. Uh, so that's something also important to note. Um, before I get too far into it though, I'm just going to go over Brady's picks. He's actually in Sin City as we speak. Uh, he's got family down there, so um, wish him all the best. He's going to be betting with the big dogs uh, today and through the weekend. Uh, let's see what he's got. So he's got a parlay. Looks like a five-team parlay. Um, he's got Kentucky, U of M, MSU, Maryland, Kansas. Um, that's five units uh, to win 105 uh, with a $10 initial investment. He's also got U, and M, uh, U of M. Versus Florida, the over, 124, $10 to win 26. Single unit there. Uh, he's also got Kentucky, minus 5.5. Uh, so that'll be an interesting game. Um, I believe Kentucky will cover. Uh, U of M in Florida, that could be a dogfight. Uh, with the over being 124, I think that'll be an easy take. Um, both these teams like to score. Michigan likes to shoot. So yeah, I think that'll hit. Uh, then the final bet for Brady Bastine of Jim Promotions. Today, he's got U of M minus six with the spread. He's got the LSU under uh, with the LSU-Maryland game uh, with its being 147. Uh, and then $10 to win 26, uh, two units there. Uh, so that'll be a good pick. I believe the under will hit there. Uh, it's going to be interesting, though. If they really start jacking up some threes, if Maryland goes off, um, it could be a tight could be a tight one. So... Um, there's kind of a cutoff point that me and Brady kind of go over uh, when we're doing our analysis. 132 is the threshold. So if it's if it's below that, you're looking to smash the over. If it's above that, you're looking for the under. Um, that doesn't mean that either one of them are locks. Um, 
per se, but you're looking for these ones to hit. And the closer it is to 132, the more you want to stay away from these just because it's more of a toss up at that point. It could really go either way. 132 is kind of that point where, yeah, once you start getting higher than that, it's a lot of points to smash the over. So you might want to take the under uh, based on the competition, based on points per game and a point, an opponent's points per game, which is really important. And those stats really matter. Uh, you can see those stats on uh, the uh, ESPN Tournament Challenge website. Uh, they give little snippets of stats between both teams on there. And even on Bovada, they'll give some stats too um, on those teams. Uh, but let's, let's move on. I won't do too much uh, as far as bracket, bracket picks goes. Um, but instead, I'll go over my betting picks, who I would take if I'd stay away from it or whatnot. Uh, so we went over Florida and Michigan. Let's move on. At 6.10 p.m., we got 12-seed Murray State playing a 4-seed Florida State. Spread is 4.5, favoring Florida State. The over being 147. I'd probably smash the under here. Uh, I don't think these teams are going to really put up that many points. 147 is a lot. That's, uh, that's averaging about 72.5 points each, um, 73. Uh, so, I don't know. That's a toss-up for me. If one of them could score over 80 easily, though, and just even leave one to 60, 65, and that'd still be a toss-up. Um, so, I would, I would still take the under here. I'd probably stay away from the spread on this one. Uh, moving on, 7, 10 p.m., we got 9-seed Baylor playing 1-seed Gonzaga. Um, so the spread is 14 here favoring Gonzaga. Um, Gonzaga played pretty good their first game. Uh, so, I don't mean, it could go either way. I'd probably stay away from the spread here. It's 14, so it's still pretty high. Uh, I probably wouldn't touch it. The over-under, uh, I don't know. Uh, Gonzaga can put up a lot of points, and Baylor can connect, can they can compete. So they can... They can stay with that. And if Gonzaga even gets up a lot, it's going to be easy for them to kind of be lax on defense. Just kind of not let them get back in the game, but just kind of let them score some points. And that could really threaten the over, especially if it gets, I don't think it'll get to the point where um, it'll be a close enough game for teams to be constantly fouling within that last minute. Um, but it could happen. So something you got to watch out for. Uh, if I was to take it, I probably would take the under. Um, it's going to be close though. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one. Probably won't bet it, though. Uh, then moving on, 7.45 p.m., we got 10-seed Minnesota playing 2-seed Michigan State. Spread is minus 10.5 as it stands here at 11.46 a.m., um, with the over being 141. The over could be a good take here. I know it's above that threshold of 132, um, but, you know, Michigan State's going to put up a lot of points, and Minnesota's going to contend. Uh, so that's going to be that's going to be interesting to see coming down the stretch here. Um, if Michigan State can limit their threes, Michigan State can almost score as many points as they want, and the under will still hit. So I have to put some more analysis into this one. I got some. I got like six, seven hours before this game starts uh, to think about it. So uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, if you get this, if you're listening to this podcast beforehand, let me know what you think. Hit us on Instagram, or actually we got uh, we got Twitter too now. But I'll get the, I'll get into that at the end of the podcast. Uh, moving on, we got 9 p.m. We got six seed Villanova playing three seed Purdue. Uh, the spread is favoring Purdue minus three, uh, with the over being 138. I'm probably I'm probably gonna take Purdue here with the spread. Uh, it's gonna be a tight game. Villanova is gonna play hard. They're a good postseason team, um, but I think Purdue will at least win by five, if not six or seven. Uh, so that'll be a tight game. Um, over under being 138. Probably stay away from it here. Um, but yeah. Moving on, five seed Auburn playing four seed Kansas. 
we got the spread favoring Auburn minus two over being 148. Uh, I'm probably going to smash the under here. Uh, I don't think they're going to score 148. It's kind of a lot. Um, and I feel like Auburn could be a lock, minus two. But at the same time, a five and a four seed. Kansas has always been a good team. Auburn's kind of coming out of the shadows a little bit as a five seed, playing really well, got a great team. Uh, just got their team or one of their best players back. Um, so that could be a, one to look at. Um, but I think I'm going to take Auburn here with the spread, minus two. Uh, I think that's consistent with what Brady was saying, too. I don't know if he had that one or not, though. Oh, no, he didn't have that one. We were still talking about that one in our uh, in our conversations with some of our other analysts. Um, but we'll look into that one more. I'd probably smash the under on this one, though, for sure. That's a lock. Uh, then we got Iowa, a 10 seed, playing 2 seed Tennessee at 12.10 p.m. Oh, that's tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Um, let's see. I believe that's still second round. So they're breaking it back into two days here. Uh, so I'm not really too worried about that. We'll, we'll jump into it. This is 3:24, 12:10 p.m. The first game tomorrow, uh, Sunday, March 24th. Uh, so we got a 10 seed Iowa playing two seed Tennessee. Spread is eight, favoring Tennessee. Uh, the over is 155. So I'm so I'm gonna so I'm gonna so I'm gonna smash for a team to put up 155, 155 points collectively uh, in two 20-minute halves, especially two good teams. Iowa's played a lot of good teams in the Big Ten. Um, so I'm looking forward to the under hit in there. Tennessee's also a good team. You got to just look forward to the defense. You can look forward to the defense. Uh, you can see that and kind of take that into account when doing your over-unders. You can actually do a lot of good predictions on these um, depending on what the over-under actually is uh, going into that and looking at the uh, points per game and opponent's points per game, uh, just like we said earlier. Uh, then coming up at 2.40 tomorrow, we got a nine-seed Washington playing one-seed North Carolina. Spread is minus 11 and a half, favoring North Carolina. Uh, the over being 148. Um, I feel like this one could hit just because North Carolina can go silly uh, and put up a lot of points. They could even cover with Washington if they, it's like say North Carolina beats them by 30. I feel like uh, it'd still be a tight one. Um, put up 90 and 60. Uh, you got 150 right there. So uh, that's a toss up. Probably stay away from that one. Spreads a little high, too. I probably wouldn't touch that game at all. Then we got one seed Duke playing nine seed Central Florida. Spread is minus 13, favoring Duke. Uh, over, under being 143. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I would take the over here, but it'd be close. Um, and also with the spread, I'd probably take Duke minus 13 just because I'm expecting them to play hard. Uh, but then again, you could have a team like Central Florida where they're just playing lights out, shooting lights out from three, converting on offense, converting on defense. Um, and, you know, that's it's all about who can make shots and who can defend those shots. And Zion, we all know Zion Williamson's a tough, a tough beast to stop. He's a force to be reckoned with. That's something we cannot ignore. Um, but I'll probably still take Duke with the spread here. Might I probably wouldn't. I don't know what I'd do, actually. I'm, I'm up in the air about it. i got a day to think about it. Uh, I'd probably stay away from the over-under as at 143 for now, though. Um, at 6.10 p.m. tomorrow, we got six-seed Buffalo playing three-seed Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech is favored, minus three-and-a-half. Uh, and we got the over-under being 146. Probably wouldn't touch the over-under here. Um, any team could go off. If I was going to take one, though, I'd probably take the under. 
Uh, and I'll definitely take Buffalo plus three and a half here. I got Buffalo w- winning in my bracket uh, in this game. Uh, so they, they, they put up 90 uh, last game. So I'm looking for them to at least cover the spread here. So that could be a lock. Then we got at 6, 10 p.m. as well, we got 12 seed Liberty playing four seed Virginia Tech. Uh, the spread is minus nine, favoring Virginia Tech, over under being 126. Um, so look at it right there. It's an underneath that threshold of 132. It's only eight away from 132, though, so it's decently close. Um, if it's more than 10 away from 132, I would say that's when you start considering the over-under uh, as a reality. But um, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, I probably wouldn't touch this one, though. It's just too close. Um, the spread's too high, too, minus nine. Uh, Virginia Tech could just... I, I, I got Virginia Tech win in this game, but um, I don't know if they could cover by nine. So we'll stay away from that one for now. Uh, then at 7.45 p.m. tomorrow, we got nine-seed Oklahoma playing one-seed Virginia. Virginia's favored minus 11.5, over-under being 128. Probably wouldn't touch either one of these, both the spread and the over-under, uh, just because like like the over-under is too close to 132. We don't want to touch it. Spread's a little high, too. Uh, Virginia, they could play well, or they could not play well. So we'll stay away from that one. Uh, then we got at 8.40 p.m., we got Cal Irvine, a 13 seed, playing 12 seed Oregon. Oregon is favored minus 5. Over-under is 124. Uh, I'd probably take Oregon with a spread here. Um, it's going to be a tight game, though. Uh, so we can't really... I'm, I don't want to put any locks in right now. Um, but as of now, I'm taking Oregon uh, with the spread here, minus 5. The final game tomorrow, we got 11 seed Ohio State, uh, playing 3 seed Houston. Uh, Houston is favored minus five and a half. Uh, the over/under stands right at 132, so we're gonna stay away from that. Uh, but the over/under looks kind of—it uh, might be deceiving, but I think I'm gonna take Ohio State with the spread here. Um, I don't think they'll win the game, but I think they'll keep it close enough uh, to cover with the spread. They might—it might be a three-point game, two-point game, uh, but it's gonna be a tight game. And Ohio State's gonna play hard. They get underestimated. They get overlooked, too, as an 11 seed, but they really got a pretty good team. Wesson, the Wesson brothers uh, always show out for Ohio State, and I'm not a huge Ohio State fan being a Michigan State guy, um, but you can't ignore they have a decent team. Um, another thing to note, too, if you go on Bovada today and look at some games tomorrow, you could notice that some spreads might change uh, between today and tomorrow, and that's something important to note, too. Uh, you could get some, if you do your analysis today, uh, the closer it gets to uh, game time, the spreads, the money lines, the over-unders will change just because there'll be different people betting on certain, uh, certain wavelengths. Um, they'll have those bets locked in. Those teams that are, or those people that are betting today will have those games locked in before other people do, um, before the, uh, average Joe jo- the average Joe does, because a lot of people bet the day of. Um, but when there's a lot of weight on a certain bet, or like say like everyone's taking the, uh, we'll just use the uh, last game as an example, Ohio State and Houston. Say everyone's smashing the over here. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see the over shift a little bit, uh, just because um, so many people are taking it. People might think it's a lock that might make Vegas rethink their decision about making it over. They might make the over a little bit higher. Uh, so the people that bet the day before, they'll have that bet locked in at 132. Um, but let's say it goes to 134. The people that bet today um, will be will be locking that in at 134. So 
Uh, that's something to keep in mind as well. And, um, you know, it's really, it's, it's really important to do your analysis. The, the earlier you do your bets, you could always come out on top potentially by getting a, either a uh, more generous spread or a more generous over-under. Uh, so that's something definitely to consider too. Um, but I'm really looking forward to these games today, guys. Um, it's 11.56. We got some games coming up very soon. We got the Maryland LSU game at 12.10. Uh, so I hope everyone stays tuned in. Uh, hope your brackets are doing well. Hope they're not in shambles. Uh, we got some in the house that are in shambles. Uh, in some regards, mine's in shambles. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Um, but that's something important to know as well. Also with betting, never bet any money that you can't afford to lose. Um, all these bets that I've been putting out and Brady and I have been putting out, use them at your own risk. Um, do your own analysis. Take our analysis into consideration. Uh, don't take it as gospel, however. Um, that's not to say that I don't trust my own analysis, uh, but I want, and I tell everyone this, I want the decisions to be somewhat your decision as well, not completely mine, because uh, if, if it does bite you in the ass, at least in that regard, you'll be having some stake in the deal too. Be like, okay, I, I'm taking this analysis into consideration, but I'm also doing my own analysis, using it to collaborate, uh, and uh, then I'm making a decision, making an informed decision. Uh, so that's something also very important to note uh, and important to live by. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, make sure to check us out on our socials. I'll drop them all in the description like always. Uh, we actually just launched our Twitter account yesterday. Um, so it has the same handle as our Instagram, trillpod underscore, T-R-I-L-L-P-O-D underscore on Twitter. Uh, go follow us. And also our extension, Gin Promotions, launched their Twitter account yesterday too. It's the same as our Instagram handle, betwithgin, B-E-T-W-I-T-H-G-I-N. Um, and go give that a follow too. Feel free to DM us anytime. We're active on there. We will be uh, coming into the stretch here, especially during March Madness. Um, and we're looking forward to these games and looking forward to all rounds with March Madness that are left. We want to use and kind of squeeze the towel uh, of every every little bit uh, that we can get out of March Madness because it's it's a decent amount of time. You know, we got in, into April until the final game, but we wanna we wanna utilize every moment we have because this is a great time uh, to be looking at sports. Great great time to be doing analysis uh, and great time to bet on locks. Um, and if I gotta be completely honest that's just that's just how it is it's just a great it's a great time of the year for sports so keep that in mind stay positive um and make informed picks do your own analysis and you'll be in good shape but yeah i'll leave it at that guys thank you again for tuning in i'm john j the second this is trail pod have a great day Face on the white tee, riding in the hundred when I creep with the jeeps. Lil Uzi with the ART, hit him, then we done the bodies in the set for the street. Red dot B, roll for key. Fiends on my line every time the phone ring. Since 18, sipping codeine. From at the zinc, covered all of my screen. Aquamarine trapping out of the water. My alma mater's a school of the slaughter. Ever since I first heard one.